This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Welcome to the audience, and this is Marcus Boston. I'm Cecil W. Adams. We want to thank you for listening to another episode of The Soul Audience. And you can find me at Marcus Boston 314. You can find me at Cecil W. Adams on all platforms. You can pick up your merch, Soul merch from buyjack.com slash The Soul Audience. You can also go down and support Colorado Bob Ship of Fools at 3457 Morgan Ford Road. We would like to thank you and ask you to like, share, comment, and have your friend listen to the Slardians. And we would like you to enjoy the show. Peace. And we're good. Uh, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are the Slardians, the quarantine stream. We choose a great time to choose some international doing a lockdown. <laughs> great, <laughs> great time. <laughs> I am Marcus Onesimus Boston. And I am I Cecil W. Adams. And, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Did I kick that again? No, you're right yeah. here. Uh, okay, good. Dave, um, <laughs> Evolution Dave, on the show today. As our Hello. health correspondent to the quarantine, also all around great dude, and uh, he uh, he's been posting a lot on his YouTube channel about uh, prevention, and uh, I just kind of want to get it out to our people what Dave does, and and if you we've had Dave on before, hopefully you guys follow him on his YouTube channel at Evolution of Dave. Uh, Dave, how are you, man? Yeah, really good. Thank you very much. Um, Especially now I've had my cup of tea, as I said earlier, um, <laughs> that uh, this is the subdued version of Evo Dave, as I sometimes call myself in the third person, uh, because normally when we speak, we speak in the morning, don't we? So after my yeah. cold shower, my meditation, my yoga, my breath work, by then I'm, I'm all firing on all cylinders and yeah. full of verb. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't normally have caffeine in the afternoon, but for you guys... I'll have a cup of tea. Hey, you know, this is, uh, this is morning to us most of the time. So, <laughs> Yeah, of course. So what, what, what is the time there? You're, it's now early afternoon, is it for you? Yes, it's, uh, it's 1.50. Yeah, so for you. Uh, so Marcus, Marcus, so you, you work in the bar too, do you? Hell no. <laughs> I work keeping them open about giving my money. Uh, okay, so you're, you're the professional. Yes, that's how I, him and I got to. Uh, we met because uh, Marcus used to come to. He was one of my regulars at the bar, and then we just kind of became friends. That was uh, ten years ago, eight years ago. Oh, and wow. then, uh, he was always hanging around, and he started refing volleyball at a, a bar I worked at, where we had volleyball, and uh, we got to know each other through that. And then when I started messing around with this podcast, I had to find the artistic person who would want to get this done, and he. Uh, I called him up one day and was like, hey, man, I started this podcast thing. I don't know what I'm doing, but uh, you're going to come help me and we can know what, no, not what the fuck we're doing together. <laughs> and so we started out and started out on my couch and kind of worked our way to here we are now. That was over a year ago. Brilliant. Excellent. Uh, just a, a, a quick question before we go on. Um, so 
I'm, my audio is not so good, so I'm getting a bit of an echo and an occasional metallic sound. But it, as long as it's recording, okay, is it? Yeah, it's it's cool. It's uh, it's got a little bit. And Marcus can take out most of that on post. If he can't, then uh, over at the studio, they'll be able to as well. Brilliant, brilliant. Well, if I need to ask you the same question more than once, then you'll know why. Yeah, definitely. So I think that the the reverb is coming in a little bit because uh, Marcus and I are in the same room uh and right his mic is coming off of my mic most of the time if we're using the soundboard it wouldn't be that way but we can get it out and then uh, i put up some more uh of these to soundproof it more but i left the window open and the glue didn't set and most of them fell off the ceiling so that happened <laughs> you can see love it. i love it <laughs> oh yeah I wasn't here to supervise. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dave! All right, let's get into it. Uh, it's it's we're in a uh, a very interesting time in in our species. Honestly, like uh, I what's the the last pandemic that we've had with influenza? I guess was or SARS in on a minor level level more minor minor level. My as far as like with the coronavirus, I think, but. Uh, I don't know. Influenza, maybe? I don't know. What was uh, the last one that was even... Bird flu? Ebola was the last one. I remember that. Yeah. Now, that that one was a little different. I don't know. That was mostly... They just... I just uh, got rid of Ebola in like this one certain part of uh, Africa. They just got rid of That was... Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's had a hard time with these kind of things. Hmm. If, what are some of the things because you are uh, definitely the person I look to for uh, holistic health and, and really uh, basically keeping my immune system going and, and also just all around health what are some things that you're suggesting to some of your people about uh, keeping your, your immune system going or, or building up or improving it or strengthening it yeah I mean well it, it's a really interesting time isn't it of um, what's going on in the media, the messages that are going out, information, the misinformation, of course, it is causing more stress. And I, I do genuinely think one of the first things people can do is work on their mind, you know, mind. Uh, if that means ignoring much of the news, that would probably help. You know, in one source of news that you regard as reliable, and only if you have to seek updates from there. Um, because right now, I, I saw in parents, I, I'm a parent, and I've seen it a lot in, in parents. Anxiety levels are just sort of proof. And you can see why. And it's constant messages, in, certainly in this country. I would imagine it's the same in yours. So, uh, yeah, I'd have to say number one really is work on that. Because the brilliant thing about it, do that every. It's not like you need to go anywhere to work on your mind. You don't need any kit to work on your mind. Um, and there's lots of stuff out there in the internet uh, for ideas. Um, you know, I think the, the interesting thing is that when, when I, I speak to people about for those that have, or quite often they get over the idea of meditation, which is, which is a, because the whole idea of meditation is meant to calm us, you know, calm us down. Um, sorry, my son in the background. Um, uh, 
and and really and mindfulness, especially mindfulness, is in mindfulness you can turn up into a mindful activity. Uh, you know, any, any kind of chore you can turn into a, a mitty. So it's you know it's very easy, I think, to to start working on your mind in a very simple fashion. And of course, one of the big things I talk about is breath work. Uh, which not only works on calming them, so has a whole uh, benefits. Yeah, Hang that's on a one thing I've, I've made sure to to stay on top of is is uh, each day, you know, making sure I'm doing my breath work. If not, do it twice a day. Uh, the, the breath work is really what has uh, really. I mean, I haven't been sick since since we connected two years ago about uh, doing the Wim Hof. I haven't ever. I haven't even had yeah. a sniffle. The only time. I would, thought I was sick was when I had an allergic reaction to my contacts, but that was like, that wasn't me being sick. Like I got sick, you know, it's just, you know, the breath yeah. work, the cold showers, that's definitely uh, helped me stay, uh, you know, build immunity and, and then also, you know, just all around health, like each day, like no matter what, taking a cold shower each day, man. That, and uh, Marcus, you're doing that. Oh, totally. Well, right? mm-hmm. Yeah. Sucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, the, uh, the when you think mind body thing that they are connected. One of the things we used to do and and still do is see the, the two body and the mind and our body is designed. It's amazing machine that we make use of on a day to day basis. Quite often misuse. Um, which is okay in small doses, by the way. A little bit of misuse is okay. Um, uh, everything in uh, the, the, the silly thing is, what's that? I say everything in. Uh, what do you say? Everything in moderation. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. About alcohol here and there, you know. Um, <laughs> um, a little bit of sugar. I mean, ideally, you want to keep that down to a minimum because. Um, the sugar would affect your immune system, but at the end of the day, this is this is why I find the whole thing around the mind really interesting because people can be, um, especially in these situations, they can be totally obsessed by building their immune system, being healthy, and as soon as you go down the route of being obsessive, then you're knocking on the door of anxiety and stress. So, you know, that's why I say work on your mind first. When you when you've got this bit sorted, you can then calmly and rationally deal with other things. Start looking at your diet, so your nutrition at the time. Um, that I guess for a lot of people, they're un, unable to go outside, um, but that would be a benefit if you can. I mean, it, but it sounds a bit like you're saying that at the moment they can't meet in groups of more than ten where you are. That is uh, currently what is going. It's more than ten. Yeah, I, I reckon that will change. It, that doesn't really make any sense to me. <laughs> uh, it's, I mean, it's always like a kind of a soft approach, isn't it, really? Uh, I want to give you some kind of restriction, but we don't want to be too harsh. It's a bit, it was in this country, but they're now being a little bit more hardcore on their restrictions. Yeah, you were saying now that, uh, is it um, uh, London just passed its two people in a group now? Yep. Yeah, as of today, all shops are closed from essential items or shops that sell essential items and you're only allowed to meet in groups of two or in your own family. So obviously if you've got a big family, then it's acceptable. I mean, obviously they can't possibly police this, but at the same time, 
those are the restrictive ideas that they're putting out there at the moment. Um, so, do you want me to go? Th- sorry. sorry, Marcus, go. On. I was saying, like, is is two people call a group? Like, a, two, exactly. a group of two sounds crazy. Like, yeah, I don't think more than five is maybe a group, but like, yeah. That's a duet. Like, <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll give you Boris's telephone number if you like. You can give him a call. That's the Prime Minister, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Boris is crazy. Oh, yeah. my God. I learned yeah, so much about, about, you know, over in London from, like, watching the New York Times, and they gave, like, a rundown of, like, how Boris mm-hmm. is sort of, like, the Trump of, I said, wow. Everything's fucking same. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, he's. I mean, you, you probably know where he's come from. So he's come from a um, a particular system, a particular part of society in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, so even the school that he went to really is just gearing you up to be in politics. Um, and uh, Eton School is, you know, everybody come from a they all background and uh, geared up through that schooling system to be in politics or something along those lines. Politics. Um, so when they come out, themselves, this overconfidence, probably in some cases, uh, and they're just guided into a position of power, and they're probably the least um, suitable person to take to take on that role. But hey ho, that's that's how it works. That's that's it. That's it. That's uncomfortable. That's un- mm. grooming. Doesn't want to be powerful. Machine it should be like a temporary help. And move on. It should be a, a goal in life. That's just scary. Mm. Yeah. Scary, scary, scary. It's like we talk yeah, about all the time. It should only be two terms and out for all of them. Yeah. Blood. Yeah. Should be, shouldn't it? I really agree. The privilege that get that role necessarily. I mean, if it's the privileged who also have got a good history behind them, uh, proof that they're doing the right thing for the right, you know, for the right cause, then yes, they should be the one elected. But, um, I mean, it's so often, I don't know what you guys thought about Obama in this country. People genuinely thought Obama was a good guy. Um, I don't know what what, he's, what people's opinions are in, in, over where you are, but, um, you know, it felt like when you get people like that, that they're almost genuine folk wanting to do a good job. Yeah. He's uh, he, 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 all over the world. You know, yeah. some people hated him, some people liked him. I was... He's, he's, to me, he's just any other human. He's flawed in certain ways, and you can nitpick mm. stuff. Uh, yeah. For me, I try to look at the positive in everybody. Uh, and, you know, mm. he did some great things. And mm. there's some stuff that, that I'm like, makes me, you know, his his whole uh, cabinet, there was an email sent from uh, one of the banks that supported him that was an email sent, like, these are the people that we want in the cabinet. And then you look at his cabinet, it's exactly what on the email, that's who his cabinet was. And that's it's just like, everybody has the flaws, man. Like, he's got somebody he answers to, the people that provide the money. Like, we always say, follow the money. Follow the money. Follow the money. It's true, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Let's, uh, so this is why. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, and this is why, actually. Let's round it back up to what the original question was all about. And and this is why I think, you know, when when you're – all you've got to do is just hope that your country is doing the right thing, making the 
nothing you can do about that. There's nothing to affect how they work. So therefore, you then have to focus on the things that you can control. The things you can control are you, your family, you know, you and your family's health. The way you look at the world, the way you interact, react to things. Those are the things you can control. So that's why I made that statement at the beginning there around stress. That's the thing you can control first. Deal with that. Then work on all the other things that. There's loads of things you can build into your life that will help boost your immune system. And we can talk about those if you like. I saw uh, your dog get on the couch behind you. <laughs> he's getting on the Winston, couch behind yeah. Winston, yeah. yeah. He's, I think he's more famous than Dave on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah. And rightly so. Right, exactly. <laughs> his, message, his, his message is far more interesting than mine. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, he, we've only just put that couch in. Somebody gave it to us, and um, he's just very quickly decided it was his. My and I, and I can't be bothered. Just to, yeah. <laughs> I'm the captain. Yeah. I'm the captain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So, yeah, uh, going back to going back your, your statement. So, def- definitely uh, stress, uh, un- unneeded stress. You know, it's it's more of the time, you know, I think that I'm just resided to the fact like, hey, I go through this quarantine and there's so much I can do where a lot of people want to just read all the negativity about it and then just take it to yeah. this unstressful level that is yeah. t- tearing down your immunity and then also, you know, just putting you in a negative space where everything that you look at is negative. And that's, uh, you know, Marcus and I talk about it all the time. You can either live in abundance or... Or scarcity. Yeah, absolutely. If you go looking for negativity, you'll find it everywhere you go. Within a matter of seconds, you'll find something to be unhappy. You're right. And that's why it's a practice, isn't it? Everything is a practice. Everything is a working practice. If you want a good, healthy, happy life, it's, it doesn't just come like that. And it's, there's not one thing you can do that will turn it around. It's a daily practice, isn't it? And part of it is how you interact and react to the world. I like to call it, I, I've adapted this new thing where it's like uh, stacking up W's. So stacking up wins. And it's basically building a discipline each day. Like, you know, you wake up, you make your bed, that's a W. You wake up, you do your breath work, that's a W. You wake up, do your breath work, take a cold shower, that's that's another W. You know? And stacking up the W's each day builds momentum. And each day you're building more momentum and you're going to get a lot more positive things done. Kind of goes back to yeah. uh, you know small steps add up to big results. It's kind of that same mentality. Yep, definitely. And discipline creates discipline, doesn't it? And th- that's why the cold shower is so bloody good. <laughs> you know, um, you you uh, by pushing yourself to do it because you have to do that initially. You don't want to do it. Your mind's saying it's winter. Why do I want to have a cold shower? Especially if you do what I do and have it in the garden. But by pushing yourself, it has this immediate. Um, effect not only do you feel good straight after it but by then the next day when it happens again you've already told your brain that you can push yourself so your brain is a little bit more acceptable you know he's, he's a bit more accepting of, of this situation a, bit, a little bit more malleable to this change uh, and then by the time you've hit a month that's it your brain's kind of thinking well there's no point in me pushing back now you're going to keep doing this so i'm just going to be you know happy with it and, and that discipline there then creates further discipline in other parts of your life that's the brilliant thing about it isn't it it is uh it's it's one of the things where you you never know until you start doing something little like oh 30 second shower cold shower that's what that's why i tell people you know i scream from the top of my lungs just take 30 seconds start with 30 seconds do a 30 second cold shower 
and then you'll build up from there. You know, start with 30 seconds though. And then, you know, people are like, finally, you know, I got a lot of messages where like, man, this really sucks, like blah, 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 but I feel really good. You know, and now they're really working into their everyday process. Yeah. And it's built like, like uh, Jocko Wilnick always says, you know, uh, discipline equals freedom. Yep, definitely. As well as getting uncomfortable, you know, a la David Goggins. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, who, by the way, initially when I came across him, I was a bit late to the game with David Goggins. When I came across him, I just couldn't resonate with him because because of the way he speaks. You know, he, th- there is a certain language to the way he speaks, and I couldn't get it. And then somebody recommended that I listen to his Audible, which is amazing, isn't it? I don't know if you yeah. listen to it, the Audible oh, yeah. podcast. Oh, brilliant. Audible. Um, then as soon as I understood his background, trauma that he went through oh and then God. the achievements that he had uh, then i just that was it i could i could listen to him till the cows come up come home you know he's an amazing guy and i and i find inspiration through him although he always says don't look to me for inspiration because inspiration doesn't last i still think it works for me you know if, if um uh if hang on a sec what's that say thank you for choosing oh, zoom yeah. um Oh, so so we can go longer than forty minutes. So we're good. <laughs> yes, yeah, I upgraded my Zoom actually, yeah, which helps, doesn't it? Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, for me, you know, if I so I don't know if you know, I, I took on a job as a gardener for oh. two days a week. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, and I did it because I uh, wanted to do something in contrast to sitting at a desk doing the other stuff that I do. And right now, it's amazing. It's brilliant. You know, luckily, I'm still allowed to work as a gardener. I just have to stay six, seven foot, whatever it is, away from my fellow humans. Oh, cut out a little bit there. Sometimes on my way to work. You know, ah, um, yeah, I was just saying that gardening uh, is, is proving to be a brilliant thing. If, if those that are in lockdown aren't quite in a lockdown where they can't go outside, or um, then uh, I have to say, getting your hands in the earth has proved to be a rather lovely thing. Yeah, I uh, I just went and picked up uh, all my tools that I have at, that were at the at the bar. I just went and picked them up, and uh, today to start doing uh, some stuff in the backyard. I'm really looking forward to getting that stuff done, uh, mainly because uh, to get my significant other to stop uh, bitching at me to get it done. So. <laughs> yeah well there you go and you get to tick it off yeah exactly and and and, and it's it's uh it's funny because i really realize a lot of the stuff used to be a lot of stuff that i did was just not to get yelled at by her so (laughs) (laughs) now now i've I've got the time like i don't have anything else you know you know focus on on me and and you know keeping her happy and i enjoy doing all this all the stuff i've been doing around the house and you know, it's uh, this last this last six months have been a trying time for me personally. Just uh, going through the stuff I have with the bar, and then you know now, uh, right? We were supposed to open up on Tuesday, open back up, and uh, this past St. Patty's Day we were supposed to open back up, soft opening, and uh, obviously we didn't. We didn't. So and then now they're talking. We're on lockdown with a curfew for the next month and then right. I don't know how long it's going to be until they let 
bars reopened. So <laughs> kind of yeah. life in flux right now. And, uh, you know, just. Your school's closed until the 22nd. Yeah. Well, and that's how long the uh, curfew runs. Oh, 30 days. So, yeah, I didn't. Ignore me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and, and then there's been, and there's small little rumors because in the bar industry, there's rumors all the time. And you, I take it for what it's worth. You know, it's, yeah, whatever. If it's that way, then, you know, I'll adjust and figure out a way. But they've talked about that uh, not letting bars, uh, bars and restaurants open for a year. Really? Yeah. But wow. that's 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 coming from people that are chicken littles you know the sky is falling the sky is falling yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah there's yeah. no way there's no there's too many people that work in the bar and restaurant industry to keep them out of work for a year yeah. people will lose their shit i'm one of them i'm riding <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i'm out here for the shits but like i ain't a stripper stripping yeah, in a, a liquor lid pool burn this motherfucker down <laughs> I mean, I think the biggest thing you take out of that is there's no stripper stripping is what the biggest thing you can take out of that. Uh, yeah, it, it's, 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 this is a time, you know, there, there's a couple of different ways that I, I look at it. Like one is, you know, the bar industry, if it is closed for the next, let's say two months, it'll weed out the people that were just, that weren't passionate about it, that were just doing it for a job. They'll go do something else. Uh, that'll be more money for the people that are passionate about it. Uh, then also, it'll be like, what I'm hoping is, uh, <laughs> in my mind, it'll be like the end of prohibition again. Where we'll be so busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, and then what's funny is all the other little bars that I was looking at, looking into, trying to figure out how to buy, you know, that weren't really paying attention to me. Uh, I got to look at them, but then, you know, when I'd ask them questions or email them about it, they'd take a few days for them to get to me. They've been blowing my phone up lately. Like, hey, are you still interested in this property? The owner is uh, yeah. really dropping the price right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting oh, to have that, you know, like the main one I'm interested in that 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 uh, I really want. It's like a, it's like that, uh, that ex-girlfriend that you can't get over. Every time I get over Every time I get over, I'm like, I'm not going to be able to get this property. The one I really want, it's right up the street from my house. It's right here in the middle of Soulard. And uh, every time I'm like, I'm over it. I don't care. Blah, blah, blah. Then my phone rings. And it's the the (laughs) person that owns it. Like, hey. So this last time, uh, he was like, because I was talking about to buy it or lease it from him, whatever. He was like, no, I've got this partnership worked out. Like, we're going to start this business, you know, in, in, in March. Uh, I was like, oh, fuck. all right, man. Well, then now I found out what the business was, which was really smart. He was going to do a dispensary because they just made medical marijuana legal in Missouri. Uh, he was going to do a dispensary out of it, which was when he told me, I was like, holy shit, that's that's awesome. Uh, he had spent mm-hmm. uh, him and his uh, partner, they had, his business partner, they had spent close to $50,000 to get on the list in order to get a license to sell, uh, to make it a... a dispensary and then they didn't get approved <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh now he's like I, I really don't even want the property anymore so now you know uh i'm gonna go look at it again today uh you know that 
but it, it, you know, it's a funny story actually because uh, Marcus is on the medical marijuana. I see. Uh, <laughs> We'll call it it, uh, medical recreational. It's uh, it's what you call a gray area, Dave. (laughs) Excellent. uh, I want want one of those Elon Musk moments on Joe Rogan. I need one. I need one. Don't tell me. (laughs) So uh, it's funny because on uh, the night before uh, Mardi Gras, uh, I had a... a friend called me and like, hey, man, uh, are you doing that pop-up bar at the space that I really want? He's like, hey, are you doing the pop-up bar there? I'm like, no. Why? What's up? He's like, well, I, we all thought that it was you doing it, because, uh, but we just wanted to call you because there's water running out under the door of the place. Like They oh, had wow. a water leak the night before Mardi Gras. Yeah. And I really was just like, I don't give a fuck, like whatever. And then I was like, no, make the call. So I called the guy that owns it. I was like, hey, man, somebody called me because they thought I was doing the pop-up bar there. Not only that, I called him once and he ignored my call. So I called him right back, ignored it again. I called him a third time. I was like, well, I'll give it a third time. And he picked it up. He's like, hey, what's up, man? How can I help you? I was like, hey, man, I don't know who's doing the pop-up bar at your building, but there's water running out the doors. He's like, wait, what? I'm like, hey, man. My friend called me, blah, blah, blah. There's water running out from under your doors. And, uh, you know, he's like, uh, well, I'll have somebody go look at it. And then he texts me like 15 minutes later. He's like, oh, my God, thank you so much for, for letting me know. Like, that would have ruined my, our whole Mardi Gras money that we were going to make off the bar, blah, blah, blah. Like, real apologetic. And then now I'm wondering if the fact that I did that for him is the reason he called me first whenever he didn't get approved for the, mm. Mm. yeah, uh, it's simple. You know, it's, it's weird how the world works. <laughs> yeah. When, when, uh, with my little recruitment company that I had previously, we used to um, promote the idea of karma recruitment. Um, so the idea being that it, let's say a finance director that I'm working with wants a job, but uh, I don't have anything for him, but I know that there is something that I, I'm not working on that he could get himself, but it won't be through me. Then, then I would quite happily pass that information on, knowing that I wasn't going to get paid anything, but also knowing that maybe in a couple of years' time, some business might come back my way via him because I did him a favor. And I think that's the way the world should be run, shouldn't it? I mean, not that you should be thinking like that all the time, but I think if you go about doing these good acts, theoretically and genuine generally things come back to you don't they it's the whole abundance thing right and and it, something that we talk about on the show all the time is is given give love without expectation yeah you know uh i help people out when they ask me if it's within my power uh hmm. you know i help them out and then if they never repay that favor hey you know whatever it is hmm. i don't expect anything but if it comes back it's such a greater uh, what, what's the word I'm for? It's so so much better for yourself. Like it's such a surprise. You're like, holy cow! Thank yeah. you so much, and you, and you appreciate yeah, it. Cherish it more. Yeah. yeah. And then you know, Marcus. Marcus is uh, yeah. the big about the cherish more and the abundance, and and you know, obviously he's a proponent of marijuana as well. Yeah, there's there's two mindsets in life: scarcity and abundance. That's it. Mm. Whichever you believe in more is the one you're gonna fall into. And it's so mm. funny to see like now people that got no jobs and shit, how Facebook is just littered with hooligans and mayhem and foolishness. Mm. Like, go to work. Get off my yeah. timeline. Y'all never here. You're never in these streets. 
this foolishness. I said, ugh, I can't even want to, I don't want to post nothing because y'all here. Yeah, <laughs> Y'all ain't never here. It's two in the afternoon. It's usually my time. <laughs> you know, I actually, I think um, that's one of the things I've noticed. I would imagine you guys have as well, that whenever these things, these events occur that are traumatic for some, they're pretty hellish for others. Good things always come from stuff like this. Uh, and one of the good things, I think, is this community which is being built. I mean, I live in a village, a typical kind of English country village. And there's so many people there. You know, obviously, there's still a bit of anxiety and stress, etc. But there are also equally um, lots of people going out of their way to help their fellow human. Especially, I think something about those humanistic traits that we should all be doing anyway, but it's events like this that kind of bring it to the fore. Yeah, you'll see, you'll see who's here for what now. Everyone's showing them themselves, like good or bad. Good or bad, people are showing themselves. Yeah. Just, yes. Just taking notes. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely. No, you're absolutely, yeah. You do get to see people for who they really are, don't you? Mm-hmm. Um, and there will be enough selfish people, of course, but yeah. I think hopefully there'll be a, be others that so, that were previously so wrapped up in their daily lives, um, especially those that you know work in the wrong job or you know have a stressful life. They're so wrapped up in that little world that they're incapable of seeing the others around them, and that they're the ones that now they have to work from home. That their mind is being awakened, mm-hmm. you know, to to um, to helping others. That's what I'm people, saying. Some people are just too dependent on other people for their happiness. Like this, gonna realize you need the right mm. spouse. Maybe you're doing enough with your kids. Maybe you just ain't yep. doing your 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 energy and attention in the wrong places. Up until now, you realize, oh shit, I was spending I was spending, I was spending time on bullshit. Mm. Huh? Maybe I can get rid of this shit. Stop talking to your friend because this is my health, my life. Hopefully. Yep. 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 I I, I do think that. I mean, it's not going to happen to everybody, obviously. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of people, they're going to. It's a bit like, you know, when you go through life, everybody has opportunities thrust upon them all the way through their life, but most people ignore them or don't see them. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you start heading down a path, Marcus, by the sounds of it, you're one of these people, you know, the way you, you look at life for the opportunities. And, and when you head down that path, more opportunities start flowing to you, don't they? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I, think, I'm, I think that this, this is a time when people will be awakened to their potential. That sounds a bit cheesy, doesn't it? But I'm, I, I believe it. I, I do think people are going to awaken to, the, to, to things in life. This is, my, my thought is I, I hope people do. Instead of uh, people sit around pining about everything going bad, they, they look at things that, that were to improve the situation or you know, open their minds up to, and I hate to use the word, but being more woke to what things, how things are, and maybe, you know, mm. finding some kind of success in this time, or, you know, uh, being real resourceful with the way they do things, or maybe learn some new skill that's going to help them down the road. That's what yes. I hope for. Yeah. But it's, it's, all I can do is put the vibe out through my social media, through just uh, the way I act to things. Uh, you know, uh, you know, right now is the time everybody's looking at the stocks. Oh, I want to buy these stocks. I want to do this. I want to do that. Like, everybody's doing that. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's, let's work on something holistic that can help you. Uh, mm. Which brings me to something that you, I've been listening to the last few days. It's your uh, 
your new venture into, uh, tell me if I'm pronouncing it wrong, Soma breathing? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, Soma. Uh, what I like is, is it has, it's, it's, it's got a beat and I can dance to it. <laughs> Broke up a little bit there, Dave. Um, yeah, yeah, sorry, I lost you then for a second. Uh, yeah, I mean, th- this is it. I, I, if you think about Wim Hof mm-hmm. and the conversations that we had before, you know, when I spoke to you, that was in the early part of my journey, wasn't it? Yeah, you, you and um, I both. Uh, yeah, and I was waxing lyrical about Wim Hof, the Wim Hof method, saying how amazing it is, which it is. Soma breath is like the Wim Hof on steroids to an extent because it's that much more in-depth. There's various different breathing patterns. And the brilliant thing about it is that it's partly meditative because you're being guided either by the likes of me or whoever else is instructing online or in a physical space. Uh, so you've got this guided meditation whilst you're breathing in a, in a rhythm, in a pattern, and you've got this very specific music in the background, mm-hmm. which has something called isochronic tones running through it. Um, and for those that don't know, isochronic tones are a bit like binaural beats. The only difference is that with binaural beats, you need headphones because you need to have the difference uh, in the hertz in each ear to create the brainwave pattern. With isochronic, you don't need to. You can listen to it through speakers. Um, so, and it's just, it's it's like bringing. I think this it will be like bringing meditation to the masses. For a lot of people, they think of meditation, they think, oh, I can't be bothered, or you know, I haven't got time, because their brain is not wired to doing it yet, and so therefore they don't build it into their day. With Soma Breath, all you've got to do is hit play, and you get this inspiring music, this energizing music, uh, and you're breathing at the same time, which, as you know, if you're doing the Wim Hof Method, it makes you feel good. Uh, when, you, when you combine all those things the the breathing which also includes the exhale breath retention like in Wim Hof uh plus the music plus the guided meditation which is often about um uh how you look at the day or you know it, does, it could be anything you know the, the the guided bit can be created by the person that's instructing uh I generally do my guided stuff around uh how you Yours, uh, you broke up a little bit. What I think what you were saying was that uh, yours is more about how you're starting your day with the energy. Is that is it? You kind of broke up a little bit there. Yes. And, yeah. And, and and that's uh one thing that that uh, if it's okay, we'll put your link whenever we post this. We'll put a link to your uh, introduction to summer breathing. If that's okay with you, sir. Yeah. Or um. Yeah, either do that one or the um, the latest video I've done, which is me guiding. Yeah, that's, and it that just was the one. That's the one I was. Yeah, about. the great thing is it you know you, you don't get my usual boring ramble. You don't have to listen <laughs> to the chit chat. It just goes bosh straight in, and uh, you're you're straight into. Play right. fucking, huh? <laughs> so, again. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear it. <laughs> He said yes, exactly. What'd you say? <laughs> I say uh, no four play straight to fuck it. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, you've got it. 
and that's uh and actually when you think about it actually <laughs> thinking about it i'm just thinking of breathing and sex very similar to sober breath <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah get the endurance get your breathing right like think about baseball so you don't want to get that too soon you don't want to score too fast you gotta work get your breathing mm-hmm. yeah. it all comes together <laughs> and and actually when i think about it even more You've got me on this on this Soma Breath video saying in, out, in, out. So, <laughs> that is true. That is true. I see, I see another new another new venture here, I think. Man, I think, I mean, there's something there. Yeah, I'm it makes so much being pouring sold online and only yes, only right yeah. now. Lord have mercy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, you boys do the video, I'll just do the voice. <laughs> You're just doing the voiceover work, right? Yeah. <laughs> that was actually a career back in the day when they used, uh, when they were recording porno, uh, it was, they had the people that, that voiced over, uh, that would do the, the moaning and groaning. They, wow. Yes. That was actual work back wow. in the day. The only reason I know yeah. that, I used to watch uh, David tell, uh, all, up all night or where the fuck it was mm-hmm. back in the day and he actually went to one of those studios and did some voiceover work where he's mm. like <laughs> <laughs> and then they would match up the voice to the video and like, mm. yeah mm. yeah yeah i mean quite interesting uh the one thing that also i want people to know is that you can do some of breath whenever it doesn't have to be to start your day you know if you yep. miss it you can do it later on in the day if, if i'm not mistaken yep. on that yeah, well, the great thing is that there's various different versions of it. So the one that I've recorded is a really simple, uh, it's called the Daily Dose. And I've done it to kind of a funky Latin beat. So it's quite, so it's, it's got a really kind of uh, perfect music for the morning, which is why I've called it the morning breath, because it, it, it does leave you energized by the end of it. But there are other versions that have you breathing with a longer exhale so if you imagine if you breathe in for four seconds, exhale for eight seconds, then that longer exhale connects your uh, parasympathetic nervous system. Uh, it, it's the parasympathetic response, which is your rest, digest, calm part of your nervous system. So uh, that would be a good breathing pattern to do later on in the, in the day because afterwards you feel quite floaty and relaxed. Uh, so, yeah, there's lots of different versions. And in fact, I'm I'm partway through one that I'll post in the next couple of days, uh, which is kind of a hyper version. So the one I've done already is fairly energizing. This next one, I think, will be even more so. Um, so again, it's going to be a great great one for people to turn to in the morning when they're feeling a little bit shitty, or if you know, there's, if if people are self isolating and they've got children. Um, you are somewhat knackered, you're somewhat tired from dealing with that, and you're in the house, you're self-isolating, so you're going to need something to wake you up in the morning, bar the black coffee. This nice. will do it. Would <laughs> <laughs> you like some room for cream? <laughs> <laughs> Have you... Oh, God, he's, you know, he's referring to a uh, Netflix... Uh, it was uh, what's his name? Bert Kreischer. Okay. Bert Kreischer. On uh, Netflix, if you get a chance, you, you should watch the uh, Bert Kreischer Hey Big Boy stand-up comedy. It 
it was uh quite entertaining it's uh hmm. my 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 kiddo is here and, and uh marcus was here you know doing some stuff down here in the studio and then uh i was like dude i just watched this you gotta come up and watch it and she was in bed and we were laughing so hard she was like woke up and was like can you guys stop laughing so loud <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, she. Oh, uh, Marcus go home. <laughs> Dad, does he think it's time for bed? <laughs> like, dude, you don't control the situation. I'm the adult. <laughs> uh, so Dave, what, uh, what's it called again? Sorry. Uh, it's called uh, Bert Kreischer. Uh, hey, big boy. Bert Kreischer. Right, I'll be checking that out. It's it's quite hilarious, man. It's uh. <laughs> so actually funny story about him uh do you remember uh the movie what was it with uh ryan reynolds back in the day what he got known for uh uh that was college days no not college days no uh super senior no oh. jesus christ <laughs> hold on one second Uh, fill in here, sir. Damn, I can't think of it. Efforting. I'm googling right now. <laughs> and Ryan Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. One of the first movie that he really got known for. Oh my gosh, this is embarrassing. I wasn't ready. Oh, I'm, I'm going to see if I can beat you to it. <laughs> probably, you probably can. Uh, Next videos. Whoa, sorry. Regular pages. <coughs> oh man! Hold on. Movies. Movies. Van Wilder. Ah! You remember Van Wilder? Yeah, Dave. Do you remember uh, Van Wilder? National. Uh, with Ryan. So that movie is based on Burt Kreischer's life. He was the original Van Wilder. And uh, he's the one that the movie's based on. And he took no money from the movie uh, just to be able to tell, he's like, I want to be able to tell everyone that that was me and I want you guys to back me up so everybody knows that's me because it'll advance my stand-up career. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, it's actually yeah quite funny, and it, and the guy is hilarious when he starts talking about his kids, and it, it's, it's, it, I wish I was sponsored by Burt Kreischer right now as much as I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, oh, well, I'll, che- I'll definitely check him out. That's cool. Yeah, yeah uh, definitely let the kiddo be in bed before before you. <laughs> definitely let the yeah, kiddo fine. be in bed before you before you watch that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Dave, what else is going on with you, man? How's uh, everything going with? Uh, with evolution of Dave and it seems like uh, your, your fan base is growing. Uh, your subscribers are growing. Uh, you know, I keep track of you as much. As yeah. So slowly, but surely they are. You're right. Um, I'm developing a, a kind of a slightly better presence on LinkedIn and I'm doing that because of the network that I've got from my corporate life on LinkedIn. What's really interesting actually on there is that if you imagine LinkedIn is fairly staid and boring uh, and full of corporate folk, who you would never have expected previously to all this fluffy stuff that I now do. 
Uh, and yet so many of them are commenting and saying um, uh, how interested they are or how they've been inspired by my journey uh, by some of the stuff that I do. And, and some of the videos that I do on LinkedIn are a little bit quirky, but yet, you know, MDs of this, FDs of this, people that I've been to be into this stuff are, are showing an interest. Um, so LinkedIn, uh, what uh, I'm now going to do is... The algorithm is different on LinkedIn, so it's more yes. open. It's not as restrictive as, say, YouTube is right now, right? Yeah. Yeah, and they're really pushing video, which is why you'll see. I mean, it's going to get a wash with video on LinkedIn at some point, and it's going to go a bit crazy um, because everybody's doing it. But um, but it's good. I mean, I've got a friend actually in the village who um, he's just a big old hairy dude who uh, loves calisthenics, loves body weight exercises, um, and he's a real character. I must get him into my, on my YouTube video. I will. His name's Adam Luther, and he um, anyway. So he records videos in his gym at home. Uh, and he's got one at the moment um, <laughs> that he's entitled, I'd like to teach the world to stick. Um, Say that again. And, you know, he's, he's got kind of a tutorial. Uh, I'd like to teach the world to skip, as in <laughs> boxing skip. Um, so, yeah, and, he's, it, it's, it, and, and it's perfect. It's the perfect platform for him. Um, and, and he's gathering lots of interest, again, from people that you would never have expected to be into the stuff that he does. Because, I mean, he looks like a... Um, a well-built hippie, really long, really long hair, good old beard, right? Uh, and um, just I, like I mean, him already, yeah. So well, this is it. I mean, um, for me, that is that is a cool look. Uh, but on LinkedIn, you wouldn't have expected people to resonate with him, but yet so many are. It's brilliant. I, um, I wonder if it's one of those things with the, there are so many corporate type on there that look at him as what they want to be, but they're yes so caught up into the corporate life they're like man i really like this guy because he lives free and he does this yeah he makes his videos and that, that's yep that's amazing Definitely. to me man that's what i love about where we're at in life and the, the great time we are living now yeah right at this moment it's not the best but you know having time creates creativity uh, in my mind uh yeah the creative process you know to me it's it's you know i'm ready to start filming whatever just the day in and day out you know of of you know what i'm doing during my quarantine you know like yeah trying to talk my sniffing another into building forts and shooting nerf guns at each other it seems like a great time to me yes but sometimes she just needs she just needs a little persuasion what she needs to do is look at my uh soma breath <laughs> actually she uh and um that is literally heavy the plan breathing for morning yeah that's what I'm hoping. Hoping you can help me out, Dave. Like the assist. Yep. <laughs> we'll go live. Ah, whoa, whoa! <laughs> in and out, in and out. Right. Yeah. Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> not even on the Pornhub community. If you're into weird stuff, guys with beards, you don't want to see that. Give it a week, buddy. Give it a week. We're early in this quarantine. What's what's that? That? Maybe. <laughs> Do not underestimate humanity. <laughs> we are nasty fuckers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's great. Well, uh, and, so, uh, on the sides of it, then, you're, you're going to be storing up a whole load of alcohol in this prohibitive state that you now are in and having an underground bar. And then connected to that will be this porn yeah. industry. I mean, it, <laughs> hey, we're only in week one. Let's wait till we get to week three. It may be. Uh, that's what uh, there was a. I don't know if it was a meme or what, but uh, 
I talked to kids at the whole bar industry shut down right now. And and uh, somebody's like, man, shut down the bar industry. You're going to start seeing some of your favorite bartenders having their own, <laughs> being naked on the internet real soon. Yeah. Only fans yeah. only, baby. <laughs> only <Yeah>. fans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, once again, I don't know if anybody wants uh, to see that. Once again, yourself, sir. Abundance. And uh, Dave, uh, it seems like the group, uh, the Facebook group is growing uh, quite yes. a bit as well. So it's a really nice bunch, isn't it? I mean, it, it's um, people that are fairly genuine on there. Uh, they show up, they provide advice, they help out. Um, it's, a, yeah, it's a really good group. And, and what's lovely is that I learn from it as well. Yeah. You know, I, I know that I'm on a journey for life. That I, I'm never going to get to a point where I think, oh, I'm a guru. I right. know all about this stuff. You know, I'm, Why I'm would you want to be a guru? Always, though, people are going to ask you questions, and if you don't have the answer, they're going to be like, oh, you're not a guru. That's my own take on it. Yeah, well, that's, that's why my, my tagline really helps. As I evolve, so will you. So right. you know, it's, it's, it's sort of indicating this is a just continuous journey. Um, it is, and then uh, you know, like I really like. Uh, Trev. There are certain things that that. And then uh, Trevor Lee. Uh, yes. Shout out to Trev. Trev uh, kicks in a lot of good info, man. I, I really like that guy. Uh, I've never met him, mm. obviously, but uh, he's you know. Yeah. I became Facebook friends with him now, actual yeah. friends, not just in the group. And you know, I really like. He has great input. Seems like he's sick all the time, which doesn't make sense because he's doing his breathing treatments. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he needs to look at a few other facets of his life. <laughs> uh, but it, you know, I do like the new people that come into the group. Uh, you know, they're like, oh, "I've been doing the Wim Hof for two weeks now," and like the, how the whole group kind of helps them. Like, oh, you're going to start noticing mm-hmm. this, or, or help them out. You know, and, and I've learned a lot on it as well. Uh, mm-hmm. I was with, I was down with everything that was going, and then. There was uh, in, the, in the early day of the group, people started talking about drinking their own urine. I was like, ah! <laughs> I was like, ah! <laughs> Only fans coming soon. <laughs> uh, I, I, did you ever try that, Dave? No, 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 no. no. Ooh, no I'll, I'll... Not a lot of us. Don't tell us the truth. Don't, <laughs> yeah. don't tell us. Yeah. There's a lot of things I'll do. Uh, 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 three more weeks. I'll leave that to I'll leave that to Bear Grylls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh man, that's great. I'm sure yeah. there are ways to flavor it. I'm sure, um, and wow. and maybe if somebody handed it to me and I didn't know, that would be the only way I would drink it. We just want it chilled or hot. You want it fresh? You want it like? It would definitely have to be fresh. <laughs> well, mind you, it could oh. be kind of a hot toddy thing, couldn't it? If it was warm, oh. add some honey. Oh, like... <laughs> some whiskey, <laughs> maybe some vodka in there. I mean, I don't know. Tequila. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah just mm. well, hot I've heard some boxers doing it. Uh, the, what's his name? Uh, Manny Pacquiao did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Um, I think. Well, I think because in some in some countries it's kind of just acceptable, isn't it? It's it's not even. It was. It was one of the Manny Pacquiao did. He's like, uh, I'm. I'm. You know. Basically, like getting rid of all everything out of his body, you know, his body's pushing all that out, so he wanted to put it back in. And my thing is like, yeah, man, your urine's your waste from your body. Like you're mm. getting rid of stuff out of your body. Why are you putting it back in? But yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. Some people believe what they believe. Good for you, man. You try it out. That's something that I'm gonna have to be really desperate to drink my own urine. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, we might all have to go down that route sometime soon. <laughs> I mean, maybe if you boil it, I don't know. Yeah, but you've probably boiled up all the good stuff. True. Right. Damn. <laughs> Let's hope we don't get to that guy that road, guys. Shit, you're not having my answer on this round. This, this didn't take me found a solution yet. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, everybody just needs to just kind of take a deep breath. 30 of them, and then on the last, the last breath, exhale and hold it for as long as you can and do that set three times. If they do that every day, everybody will yeah. just relax a little bit. Yeah, don't forget the inhale bit at the end. Yeah, the, well. oh, the inhale as well, yeah. And you only need to hold that for 20 seconds. After. Yeah. Yeah, let's kill some damn body. There's um, there's a whole load of different techniques out there, breathwork techniques. There's there's one I've got on my YouTube channel um, where you do 121 breaths, um, but you don't do the breath retention. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, you know, that again, as you can imagine, you're hyperventilating for that long. Of course, that makes you feel good by the end of it. Um, right. But that's a sort of a uh, an ancient uh, Tibetan? No, it's not. It might be Chinese. I just said I don't know, the Tibetan movements that you talked about as well. The the five, the five. Yeah, again, they are amazing because uh, they wake all of your body up. Do mm-hmm. um, every morning. I'm, I'm a fair bit older than you two, so for us old farts, quite often it's the lower back that uh, uh, we suffer with. So for me. Um, yeah, doing doing the uh, five Tibetan rites every morning just totally sorts me out. It's brilliant. It's amazing. It's it's so easy as well. You don't even have to have done yoga before. You don't have to right. any have you know any kind of history or practice. Watch somebody doing it on YouTube. Doesn't have to be me. There's a whole lot of people out there doing it, and mm-hmm. um, it's five moves that roll into you know into each other. Really simple. And they and the, the the thing about it, you do them each day, and each day they get easier, and then the more flexible you get. I mean, within a yeah. week, if you, I mean, within three sessions of it, you start feeling like a little different. Yeah, you can't figure out what it is, but you're like, man, I feel different. And then after yeah. you know a few weeks, a couple of weeks of it, you're yeah. like, man, I feel really good. Like I'm waking up. You know, for me, I don't wake up with back pain anymore. I used to wake yeah. up every every day, and my lower back would be stiff as shit. You know, and I I'd get up, I'm like, oh, yeah, shit. you know, not anymore, man. Yeah. It's it's. Well, one was the change yep. of bed, but the two was just becoming more flexible. And to me, you know, being forty now, like flexibility almost means more more to me than than strength to a point. You know? Yep, absolutely. You've hit the nail on the head there perfectly. And I think actually, if you combine it with squatting throughout the day, and I don't mean deadlifting, I mean literally just getting into a squat, uh, which some people find tricky. Um, so that's why you should do it every day because it will stretch your lower back. And, you know, the squat position is, is the most natural human position for us to sit in. It's what we're meant to do. It's what we've been doing for thousands of years. And it's what some cultures still do, of course, don't they? They sit in a squat and they eat their food. Um, that's what you should be doing as well, uh, uh, in my opinion, throughout the day. Because, because, again, and it's perfect. When I'm doing gardening uh, in my little two-day-a-week gardening job, if I'm weeding, I'm quite often sat in a squat position deliberately because I know it's really good for my lower back, stretches it out. Um, I mean, the same goes for hanging on a pull-up bar mm-hmm. and decompressing your spine just by hanging there. Just hold it and hang. Um, that I does started doing that the, the, the last two months uh, before the gym closed down. Each, I'd, start my, I'd start my workout. That's, I'd hang 
you know, three different times for as long as I could, just hanging there. And it, it really, yeah. did, it, you know, opens your shoulders up, it, it, it straightens your back, you know, and then, yep. you know, every time I stretch, I do, I'll squat, uh, you know, the squat with the, the back up straight. I haven't tried, yeah. like in your video, when you were doing the soma breaths in the squat position, I haven't tried it yet, but, you know, baby steps, I'll get there. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I, and yeah, actually, when it comes to breathing, you want to find the most comfortable position anyway. And the squat may not be the right place to, to do a breath work. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, there's lots of really simple exercises that people can do at home now. Now that they've got, t- they've got a little bit more time to think about this stuff. Uh, everything that they can do to have a healthy physical uh, to, to have a, an improved, enhanced physical health, mental health. They can do all of it at home. They don't need to go anywhere. Um, so, and hopefully, people will start to look at this and, and build it into their lives, so that it becomes a routine. You know, if there's one good thing about this coronavirus is that you know, it, let's say it lasts three months. For I don't know what realistic. Hey, thing hey, time. shit! Three well, months. Well, <laughs> it could be. Could be. It could be longer, couldn't it? Um, yeah, but good. whatever, whatever that period is, it, that's probably a good thing if you look at the silver lining in that that's enough time for you to change your habit, change your routine, build these really simple acts and practices into your life, and you'll yeah. then be much Building better. Building healthy busy. habits. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's, um, uh, that's one thing that, that, that you – I learned it by watching you uh, was like – just talking about healthy habits and, you know, people, you know, I can see in the results. I mean, I think the only thing that, that I'm not envious of you about is one of your first videos got so many fucking views, man. And now it's like trying to re- repeat that success on each of your, your videos. It's gotta be just. It's never going to happen. It's, <laughs> it's, um, it's the thing with YouTube is you just suddenly, you either get lucky by hitting a vein. Uh, or you don't. With that video, it just—it must have been a time. It, was, it wasn't deliberate. It just suddenly hit at the right time. Um, I wonder, I have a feeling, did it correspond with uh, his Joe Rogan uh, podcast? Was it around be. the same time? Could be. Not too sure. Yeah. Um, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if Soma Breath goes in a similar fashion because right now the biggest Google searches for wellness are meditation and breath work. And, you know, Vogue just, I saw... Um, online Vogue just did an article all about breath work. You're going to hear that 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 you know. It, I but you know, two three years ago, you wouldn't have ever heard of that terminology, breath yeah. work. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, this is a new term, really. The way it's being described, it's all thanks to Wim Hof, yeah, doing the stuff that he does. Um, but now you've got these other protocols, these other versions that are out there. I I really do think Soma is going to get to that same level at some point because because it's so much more than the Wim Hof. Yeah. It's the cold showers as well. It's the yoga as well. So you can build all of that into your life. And you can have an amazing life just by doing the Wim Hof breathing. But for a lot of people, that can be, uh, the, the, you know, it's just not their thing. Whereas with Soma Breath, because you've got the meditation, because you've got the guided bit and the music, I think that's what's going to draw more people to breath work. I think so as well. And then, you know, it's, 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 you know if you're doing a Wim Hof, it's, it's you doing it. Yeah, you know, uh, with with uh, yeah. Soma, I can click on your video, and it's 18 minutes, and you know I don't have to think. I can I can open my mind up, and like you said before, I get a meditative effect to it because all I'm thinking about is my breathing, and then my mind opens up, and you know I'm not letting the problems or whatever come into my mind because what is it? Most people when they try to meditate 
early. They're like, oh, my mind's too busy because they can't concentrate on their breath for yeah. seven seconds before yep. their mind drifts into something else. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think that listen to, to Dave talk and, and work you through it and, you know, in and out, you know, like you're just paying attention to his voice. <laughs> it opens up your mind and, and, and you can, you know, you're, you're, you're concentrating your breath and you're also, you know, getting to a euphoric state yeah. and uh, you, yeah. getting high on your own supply. You really are. I mean, if you go to, into three rounds, four rounds, five rounds, you can get a bit more than that. There are some, uh, some uh, versions that are that. When you get into that amount of rounds, you do get high on your own supply. You, you do get some amazing experiences. Um, now, is that really the beauty, isn't it? DMT, your own, the DMT that you have, or uh, yeah. DMT in your third eye, is that what, when they talk about Yeah, through the pineal eye, gland. Pineal yeah. gland, yes. Um, yeah, very likely. I mean, I think there's still questions over what this all is. And, and, but yes, it is probably very likely that. Um, because if you think about it, we've got this inner pharmacy inside us. You know, we can, we can now uh, control and actively create serotonin, dopamine, all these positive neurochemicals in our body. We can do that just by uh, a technique, really simple, really quickly. So if we can do that, it's very likely we can create the DMT that's in everything, isn't it? I mean, from what we now understand, DMT is in every plant, it's in every animal, it's in every human. Um, uh, you either take a hallucinogenic drug to, to kickstart the DMT, or uh, it's very likely that there are some natural breath-like practices that will also uh, create that DMT. It, what I find, though, is that for some people, uh, it happens quicker and with less breath work than with others. And for women in particular, <clears throat> uh, they can quite often reach orgasmic states. Um, Apparently, more women, it's more so women than men. Men will get it, but uh, women, you know, when they get into the the hour-long breathwork session, that's four or five rounds, uh, that quite a few of them will reach uh, sort of an orgasmic state. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it, there is a lot in this stuff. There's even talk about... At least somebody can do that for us. Well, exactly, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're, you're, somebody tell them this? Like, I don't know. Might be the end of us. <laughs> Oh, hey, wait, wait. <laughs> no, I, hey, uh, as long as I still get my turn. Uh, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> you, you, you need to get there? Just listen to Dave's video. It's fine. It'll get you there. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Once again, I'll be thanking Dave for another thing that's made my yeah. life easier <laughs> <laughs> the uh uh the one one of the last things i want to get into is uh oh wait i did have a side question back in your day when you know what started evolution dave when you were back partying or whatever did you ever try mushrooms yeah i i've done them a couple times and and those i get the same feeling from you know if i do the wim hof you know, you like uh, I'll do five sets instead of three or something like that. Mm. Like it, it gets me to like that, and then also I noticed like a, a glimmer of it when I did the the, the soma breathing. And mm. as I get into the soma, I feel like it's gonna. Basically, what I'm saying is, I see the validity of the release of DMT because I felt DMT released through uh, 
actually smoking DMT, and then also uh, through mushrooms. Uh, so, you know, it, that euphoric state is really where you get to a elevated level of consciousness. And, you know, each day that, that I'm on this quarantine, I keep doing stuff to get me there. And, and it really does make your life, uh, I don't even know what the words I'm looking for, but I, I'm just a happier person. And, yeah. you know, a lot of shit that has happened to me to most people would have either given up or burned down somebody's house. Uh, for me, it's just like everything's going to be fine. You know, we're, yeah, we're going to get through it. Yep. Yep. You, you totally hit the nail on the head. You know, when we spoke mm-hmm. the other time, I thought at that point that the, it was the bang to the head that I experienced that was largely the reason for the change in my psychology and the way that I saw the world. Um, I now realize it wasn't. It's more likely to be the breath work that I was doing with Wim Hof. Um, because it really does awaken dormant parts of your brain. Um, so, no, just I, I, the one thing I need clarification on, and we <laughs> talked about it before, and just uh, if anybody's listened to this, I just want them to know whenever you get the, uh, when, you, when you first do the Wim Hof, you're going to get this uh, almost like, feels like electrodes going through your body, this buzz. And if I'm not mistaken, it's, it's that buzz you really don't know exactly what it's from but is it from the asphyxiation or is it the you know that buzz that you get when you do Wim Hof and then you get into the soma the buzz you get and the buzz you feel what exactly do you know exactly what that is I know I I posted in the group about it and there was a lot of yeah there's still a lot of questions I think around specifically what it could be Um, uh, I mean part of it is is just simply because you're creating hypoxia you know you, you are doing a controlled experiment on your own body and creating a hypoxic environment. Um, and so you're through the changes in the oxygen level uh, and CO2 in your blood, um, it, it, it creates that feeling. But I'm not entirely sure the absolute specifics. Right. And then, um, uh, Wim Hof what, I, what is interesting... Go ahead, sorry. Oh, no, I was going to say what is interesting, actually, is that um, there is a chance, uh, and they, they are beginning to look at this now, that there is a chance that part reason why you go through these changes and good things start happening to you through this breath work is uh, that the idea that stem cells could very well be awakened. So uh, when we are in the womb... Uh, the the womb is a, is an abundant place for stem cells because stem cells are abundant in a no oxygen environment or low oxygen in, in environment, and then once we go out into the world and we've been born, then those stem cells sort of just hide away and they wait there really until something pretty significant happens to your body and and the stem cells are then uh, awakened to to regenerate parts of your body. What we now know is, number one, it's very likely that that low oxygen environment could encourage more stem cells. Um, we do know that with the breath work, the intermittent hypoxia uh, element of the breath work, uh, what it does is it, it does two things. The intermittent hypoxia is known now for killing off white blood cells, which you think would be 
counterintuitive, counterproductive. Um, but what happens is in killing them off, you're then the stem cells regenerate new white blood cells. So you get a kind of a boosted white blood cell for your, your system, which is why it's an immune booster. So um, you're, you're replacing, uh, <coughs> let's say, used white blood cells with a brand new supply of white blood yeah. cells. Okay. Yeah, that's what's so good. Yeah, I mean, and that's why, you know, that there, there's a whole long list of benefits to do with intermittent hypoxia. Uh, and, then, and that's one of them. And uh, the, the the one thing I noticed, uh, I can't remember his post <coughs> in the group, how he, this was early, how he had uh, eczema or something along the line, like rashes that would break out. And then after doing the Wim Hof for three days, uh, all that went away. And which to me brings validity to your point of that, you know, you're replacing those white blood cells, which are attacking those foreign bodies that are in there that was causing the rashes. And so that's, you know, he replaced his old white blood cells by bringing in brand new ones three days in a row that attack to me in my mind. And this is how I was working through it is they attack the, the areas of irritation, which pushes them all out. It's just like uh, when you have, uh, you know, it's like when they change, when they, draw the blood out the cupping mm-hmm. remember when i had to tore my tricep and yeah. she, she used the cupping and enhanced that in a sense it brought all that blood bad blood up and it brought new blood in which yeah. is mm. kind of the same yeah. thought process yeah. I, I, i'm pretty sure yep i think so and this is it you know i mean i i stand on my head quite regularly um, <laughs> and i do i do that because it flushes the blood and I think there are many benefits to doing that, whether there's any science validated by, I don't know. But, you know, for me, it feels like you're flushing the system by doing it. Um, flushing so, yeah, system. I think it's exactly that. Yeah. And um, that's uh, one thing that I, I enjoy. And, and, you know, anybody listening, don't be scared of it. Try new things. Uh, it's not it's not going to hurt you by trying the summer breath or trying the Wim Hof. You're, you're going to know some stuff and you know, you know, the first time you do it, you're going to, you're going to notice the buzz and you're gonna be like, what the fuck is going on? Like you're going to, you, after you do the three rounds, if you start with the Wim Hof, you start with that. The, after your three rounds, the first time you're going to be like, what the fuck is happening to me right now? But then you're gonna be like, Oh, I feel good. You know, you're just relaxed and everything's just different, you know? Uh, and then once you you do it three days in a row, you're going to want it every day. You're going to want to do that. And then you start mm-hmm. adding on to it, at stacking yeah, up those exactly. dubs. You know, you follow that up with a, a cold shower or however. You know, sometimes I'll take a regular shower and then turn that cold water on and then and then do the cold shower and then do the Wim Hof. You know, it just depends yeah. on what day it is. And, and if you, you don't think that you have to do the Wim Hof before you do the cold shower, it's, it's you can do it however you want. Like, like yep. Dave always says, it's experimenting. You know, try and try new things. Mix it up. Yeah, I mean, you're, this, you know, your body and brain need that because we adapt very quickly. So we can adapt to these good things, and then the body goes, "Oh, okay, well, I won't keep those positive neurochemicals. This is this is you know, the normal routine. So in which case, keep mixing it up, keep adapting, keep changing, trying different things. Um, what you've described there is perfect. You know, for the Wim Hof, and I mean, that, that's what most people experience. And some people get really high highs. Some people don't so much. Um, but you know that physiologically you're getting a huge host of benefits by doing that, uh, both the Wim Hof and the Soma Breath. It's just, yeah, it is an incredible thing. And, you know, when, when you think about it, us humans are very good at being addicted to stuff. This is one of the few things that it's okay to be addicted to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And, and uh, 
things, just things. don't do it too much. Obviously, like everything, right. everything in moderation. Right. You don't want to, you don't want to overbreed because then you. But when you, this is a really, this is an important point actually. So when you think about being stressed, you breathe from the chest. You overbreathe. By overbreathing, you then get to a point where you cause oxidative stress. So a bit like um, uh, a piece of metal that's left out in the air. That oxygen attacks the metal and it rusts. The same same happens inside your body. If you overbreathe. Um, then you will cause oxidative stress. That then leads to a whole host of inflammatory conditions, and you know all manner of things can can start happening. So uh, if you're stressed, you're probably overbreathing. So figure it out, sort your shit out, <laughs> work on your mind, deal with your stress. If you love the Wim Hof method and Soma breath, don't do it too much. Because that could cause oxidative stress. You need to find a happy medium. The daily dose Soma Breath is brilliant because you just do two rounds a day. But, you know, at the weekend, mix it up and add three, four, five. But don't go any more than that. You know, that that's just going to be a bit silly. But, you know, um, just play around with it. Mix it up, as you say. Yeah, and then, uh, the you know, there's different things that, that Wim talks about that I've been doing a bit is uh, adding in, you know, the – you do your round and then on your exhale when you're holding, do push ups along with it. And yep. uh, what was the there's a show on Netflix uh, Goop. with uh, Gwyneth Goop, yeah, yeah. that with uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, Pal- yeah. right? Yeah, when, when she was able to do more push ups when she was uh, depleted of oxygen, was like, I was like, holy shit. So that's when mm-hmm. I started trying that out. And it's, it's, she's my significant other, by the way. Um, I wish. Like, a lot of people breaking do. Breaking news. Wait, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, shit. Yeah. So uh, one thing I do want to bring up, Dave, is yeah. I was. It ain't gonna uh, happen. You know, uh, we can all hope. I was looking up uh, famous people from Bath. And there are quite a few. <laughs> there probably are. Test me. <laughs> uh, I will. Uh, famous people from Bath, England, right? That is correct. All right. Do you have one in the U.S.? You normally have these same states, don't you? The same place names. So yeah, I mean, ours are all states. Uh, you guys go Bath. Oh yeah, what did it say here? List of people from Bath on Wikipedia. You're not on here yet, Dave. Damn it! <laughs> I will. All right. That's, that's Damn right. All. There is a new media artist called uh, Roy Ascot. Mm. And then uh, you have one, uh, Sir Peter Blake lived in Wellow Village near Bath in the 1970s. Uh, you have a lot of painters. Peter Brown, Thomas Gainsborough, Hayward, oh. Hayward Hardy, uh, Sir Thomas Lawrence. Uh, you had a writer on here that was really, uh, who was really famous. Uh, let me look up her name again. I didn't realize Gainsborough lived there. That's interesting. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, he's he's a very famous British painter. He was. Um, uh, I mean, this is according to Wikipedia. So, oh, uh, Jane Austen. Uh well, yeah, I think she lived there for a little bit. There is a there is a house that claims um, that she lived there, so they've turned it into a museum in Bath. Um, <laughs> it's like a lot of things, isn't it? You, you know, you get these famous people that just have. Oh, that's a yeah. I just um, read something yesterday. I was watching the, the Mission Impossible, and then Tom Cruise actually lived in St. Louis for a while. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. As a child. Yeah. Oh, because uh, I think he was a military kid or something like that. Oh, okay. 
So he was over at I'm sure he was at Scott or something like that. There's a, there's a few more people, famous people that people will know of, I think, in Bristol. So Bristol is only um, half an hour drive from here. Uh, and I used to live in Bristol. So Bristol, obviously, you've got Banksy. Um, and next to Bristol, not far away, you've got in Western Supermare, you've got Mr. Fawlty Towers. In other words, um, what's his name? Uh, what's his name you guys will know him because it's one of the few uh uh yeah john please john. you might not know him john who <laughs> no, I, I, you cut uh, out the last do you remember one. oh john john cleese if you remember the movie uh fish called wonder but if you don't yeah. remember a fish called wonder then you might remember called... you might remember monty python of course yeah yes uh yeah that's awesome uh, there was one that uh, he's been on Joe Rogan. I think we talked about it before. He wrote about uh, he's one guy that I was hoping that you had met because I want to get him on the podcast. But he talked wrote about uh, the ancient civilization in the Amazon. Uh, how there was probably three million people that were living in the Amazon in society. I'm trying to look up his name now. Uh, oh God. I can tell you now I don't know him. <laughs> right. uh, uh, but he, he wrote about, he was, he, I actually found him really amazing. Uh, and I can't, oh, Graham Davis. Right. I think yeah. you mentioned him to me once before, actually, and it's not somebody I've come across. Yeah, he, uh, he yeah, he's talked about the, the ancient society and the Amazon and how uh, using Landar. Uh, they've been able to figure out where these populations were and where like the you know, basically where these cities were at one time just by using I think it's called Landar. Yeah. So, I saw it on Natural Geographic, but usually by a guy named Robert Land. He was doing that. Yeah. Uh yeah. So uh yeah, so Dave, you live in a very where, now how big is Bristol compared to Bath? So Bristol's much bigger than Bath. Bath is um it has a very, very big tourist pull um, because it is it is a Georgian city, there's no, there, and it looks uh, very pretty, and it's a beautiful city. Um, and there's not much uh, damage to it, you know. In in the sort of the sixties and seventies in this country, there were a number of really lovely cities that were ruined by the architecture of the sixties and seventies in this right. country, uh, whereas Bath less so. Um, uh, so yeah, we get lots of, yeah, we get lots of Americans and Chinese, uh, and Europeans coming to Bath in particular, just because it's kind of the place you would, you would do London, you would then do Bath kind of thing. It's only an hour uh, and a half away. That's uh that's London, like, uh, so, the yeah. area we live in, in Soulard, uh, you know, the, it's all historic. So actually, uh, the guy who saved it, uh, who saved it. They were getting ready to make level Soulard and make it into a trucking hub, the biggest trucking hub in the Midwest. Wow! And uh, this uh, he was a, this is in the seventies. They were going to make it the largest trucking hub in the United States, and it was going to bring in so much revenue. But uh, this guy, God, I can't think of his name right now. The guy that I he's, he owns all the properties down here, and I, I'm trying to get that property from him, but he's such a fucking calls himself the gatekeeper to Soulard. 
Oh yeah, I might remember his name, but I remember talking about. Yeah, him. he 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 bought up a bunch of properties while he was here, like in the seventies, and he's held on to them. And uh, uh, but anyway, he saved all of Soulard, and that's why it's a historic district. And you don't get any of the modern buildings down here. Everything's brick. You know, if you're doing mm. a new build, the front of it has to be brick and certain standards that you have to go by. But that's part yeah. of the the loveliness of Soulard that you know it's 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 very old area, and it's mm. it's funny how you see because uh, it's right on the river. So this is where all the people that worked on the river when river was the main traffic area. Mm. <laughs> but it's funny how you see close to the river, the smaller houses where the workers lived. And then as you go up the hill in Soulard, the bigger and bigger the houses are because that's yeah. where all the, the captains lived and the owners of the river yeah, yeah, the yeah. riverboats lived. It's, it's kind of I funny. Did, I did look at some images of it. It does look lovely, actually, Soulard. Yeah. Oh, what's funny, uh, Dave had sent me a uh, picture on Instagram of the, the the house right here in the corner that had the uh oh yeah yeah i was like dude that's right outside he's like are you familiar with this place and i was like this is right outside my I door throw a brick that motherfucker right now <laughs> stand by <laughs> that house that house there is two people that live in it that house is almost a block in size like a block long it's so big and it's two people live there it's an artist and uh this real estate uh i guess you call them a mogul for the area but uh yeah they have a dog. Uh, they walk every day. I see it wave at them every day. They got a dog. That looks like Spuds McKenzie. I don't know. Is that Bull Terrier? That's, a, that's American Bull Terrier. Yeah. Some people won't know a Spuds McKenzie reference, but us three, we get it. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that's what I love about Soulard. Uh, even though the property value in Soulard is going up so high, it's like you know, it's to a point where it's like, you know, do I love it enough to? <laughs> sell my house and make a ridiculous amount of money or <laughs> or stay down here and, and you know ride the wave I don't know sell <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely want to definitely sell and, and get like a four family or something like that and have my mm. my mortgage paid by the three people renting places from me <laughs> and that's yeah, one that's thing a great idea. or or set up a big commune yeah one, would be, one big loving. <laughs> you know, I think they're coming back, but uh, we got to wait till this coronavirus is over and trying to, <laughs> yeah. trying to, trying to clear that, clear that with my significant other would be. I got an idea. Got an idea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hear me out. Hear me out first. <laughs> Commune for exotic dancers. No. You should. Um, have you heard of? You probably have Troy Casey. Have you heard of him? The certified health nut, Troy Casey. I have. Um, yeah, he's down, down in California, Venice Beach. You should try and get him on your show. He is a character, and I see him living in a commune at some point. He is, <laughs> is that kind of dude. Oh, that's funny, man. I just uh, <laughs> it sounds at the time like in my head, I'm like, man, this is a great idea. But then you know. I have a hard enough time trying to keep one person happy, let alone everybody in a commune happy. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Sounds like quite a chore. You need some too? Breathe, bitch. Go <laughs> <laughs> listen to Dave's audio. <laughs> well, if there's one thing we've established with this podcast, it's that Dave's audio could have another benefit. It could. <laughs> it was an unexpected benefit that's turned out to be one of the main benefits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Helping, well, uh, it's taking the pressure off of off of uh, guys in relationships. Yeah, I think is the main 
a lot of stress that they would have. Saving batteries because you're Save. not going yeah, through yeah, so many yeah. batteries with your toys. True. Not rechargeable. <laughs> Where, where'd your marketing team, Dave? <laughs> yeah, thank you. I always feel like it, I'm being altruistic. Um, so <laughs> this this sounds really good. Let's go viral with this idea. Yeah. Everybody at home got their attention. They ain't doing shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So we can set up a plan and go with it. But uh it, Dave, we have taken up a lot of your time. I know it's getting late over there. You're getting and uh I don't know if we're gonna do another one just to put some in the tank while we're here, but uh Dave, I appreciate you as always, man. I really do. Well thank you. Thanks for having me. I it was a really good chat. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh we'll probably post a couple if it's okay, post a couple of these in the group of you know clips of us talking. If that's okay, mm. if we post it in the group, yeah, All right. He's no awesome. problem. <laughs> no problemo. <laughs> well, once again, uh, if you guys want to follow uh, Dave, want to give your uh, socials out so people can uh, follow you, especially the wives. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, go ahead and uh, let them know where they can find you at, Dave, and we'll. Uh, Start wrapping this up. Yep. So uh, I, I think really the best place to go is probably the YouTube channel. Um, I'm going to be putting a lot more breathworky stuff on there. I'm just I've just finished editing 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 one. Uh, what do you but use also to edit to do your edits because your edits are great, man. Your timing is very good. <laughs> I, I think. I mean, I, this handy thing and um, uh, the software on there. Yeah, most of the time. Um, and then if it's something like a breathwork video that, that might have a number of tracks, so it'll have a voice track or a music track and a video track, then I'll use, uh, my laptop, but most of my videos are this. Right. Um, so, and I use something called power director, which is a, a free app on the phone, really simple. A numpty like me can use it. So anybody can use it. And, yeah, and um, uh, that intro you got is amazing, dude, the way he walks through and, and you said, oh, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So that was that was um, good old Fiverr. I mean, Fiverr is such a great place, isn't it, for getting <laughs> like that done? I burned the last time on Fiverr, man. Fiverr behind you, yeah, right there. Right. Uh, <laughs> if you can see it, yeah. That was our first. Uh, that was our first podcast. Uh, Brilliant cover. It's it's. Notice how Marcus looks amazing with his big smile, and I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running for public office. <laughs> yeah, then, uh, yeah exactly that wasn't so, a whim half day then for you was it no. <laughs> no. Uh, we may uh there might be uh we'll definitely have to get you uh email connected with uh big stew mm -hmm. from uh big stew media right here he, right here uh he's helped us out quite a bit and uh i don't know if there's anything for you guys there but you know he's definitely been a great resource for us as far as like uh chopping up video for us and and i don't know if you noticed with our uh our uh intros and stuff they, they've kind of modernized a bit i don't even know modernized but kind of just became a little bit cooler uh yeah. he's doing a lot for us so uh yeah. definitely probably get you guys hooked up email some way but once again dave uh thank you if you could uh chop those socials for everybody and youtube channel and yeah so evil so just put in evolution of dave now into the search box on uh YouTube, you might come across Evolution of Dave Grohl. Just skip that bit uh, and look, look for the um, look for the one with the blue Neanderthal man, as you yeah. say. Um, 
So yeah, that's on YouTube, Evolution or Evolution of Dave. And then um, come, come join the evolutionaries. Um, again, just, just chuck that into the search box, Tribe of Evolutionaries, and um, uh, you'll be asked three questions before you join. They're really just a de design, just to get, give me ideas to where you are on your journey. But that's it. It's a lovely bunch of folk in there. They're all willing to help each other out and come from different disciplines, different backgrounds, offering advice. All uh, over the world whole, uh, Yeah, all over the world. It's lovely. It would be lovely, wouldn't it, if we have some kind of worldwide meetup? But we have done a few UK ones which we'll do more. Um, I got a great place to uh, meet up once we have the one in the U.S. So, uh, oh, Colorado Bob, ship of fools. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would be great, wouldn't it? I do, yeah. plan, I, I do keep saying to people I'm heading to the U.S. this year, and I've got no idea how I'm going to do that. When? Um, I, I think have, we just need to, we need to find a... Uh, heading to the U.S. I'll let you. We'll have to find a sponsor for uh, Evolution Day that would pay for... Uh, YouTube series on his trip to the U.S. Yes. post-coronavirus. Yes. <laughs> Post-apocalypse. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Post-pandemic. <laughs> the Book of David. Oh, wait. Is there a yes. Bible verse about that? Wait. Wait, hold on. <laughs> I, I was watching that the other day, actually. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Um, that could, I need to learn a few moves. <laughs> yeah. Learn a little knife work. Yeah. little knife work. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Marcus, you want Just to take us out? Gun out. <laughs> um, <laughs> cool. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. Appreciate you, Dave. Thank you so much, good sir. Ta-ta for now, as we yeah. say over here. All right. All right, we'll see you. All right. <clears throat> see you later, guys. See ya. See ya. Oh, if the kingdom of God is in you, everywhere you go, leave a little bit of heaven behind. For those on another planet on Mars, out there in the world, suck your ass at home. If the kingdom of God is in you, wherever you go, leave a little bit of heaven behind. And uh, I'm going to uh, butcher that Brad Pitt verse again. Uh, if you see somebody tomorrow and you can do something good for them, you should do that. And because uh, I think uh, we need that now more than ever. Just stay six feet away. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you all the time. Once again, I am Cecil W. Adams. And I am Marcus Odesmus Boston. And we are the Sewell Audience. Peace. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.